Hey, welcome back to Bros, Brews, and Ball here. It's Scott Morrison, Nathan Wallace, Brody Blunk. Yo, yo, yo. What's we, up? We are the bros. We're drinking brews. Uh, uh, we're, it's it's pronounced way, like W-A-Y. Oh, no way. Like no way. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? No, no way. No way, no way. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, yeah, so it's pretty it's, good. Uh, it's hoppy. Mango IPA. I don't really taste a whole lot of mango in it. No, I taste a lot more IPA. So, although 6.5% too. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I like it. I definitely, uh, I like it. And it says it's Echo in San Diego, so that's cool too. Yo, uh, repping 619. When, when life throws you mangoes, brew a tasty IPA with chili and lime. Oh, yes way. No. <laughs> it's, that's what it says on the... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, way. <laughs> That's I swear. Look. <laughs> well, before we get to any ball guys, uh, one of our bros here has a has a great story to tell. It'd be even greater if it if it involved. If I could remember brew. it, but it, well, that too. But but please, Brody, tell us a little bit. What, what happened last night? I know you came oh, away man. with a great souvenir at the end. That's all. I, that's all. I know. Um, well, you know, we were celebrating one of my wife's coworkers' last day, and unfortunately, it was like all hard liquor, all gin and rum, and drank way too much blacked out after cards against humanity mm, mm. i know we went to a bar but my only memory of the bar is a plastic shark i guess i stole from there <laughs> so apologies to that place which he is holding right now and keeping his his uh as his new best friend yes my new good luck charm what's his name fred nice <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have any great drunk stories or uh yeah i do actually uh, and you can tell uh, on the podcast? Or? Uh, oh, 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 that we can tell on the podcast. That I don't know. <laughs> you don't have any, like, you didn't, you didn't go get shit-faced wasted on your 21st birthday or anything like that? Okay, well, on my 21st, it was, okay, actually, that's a, that's a funny story on its own. So it was my 21st birthday. It was supposed to be a surprise. Like, my brother and his buddies were supposed to, like, like do a kind of hangover thing and, like, you know, like, kidnap me kind of thing and then take me to Vegas, but... Everybody Vegas. in my family like gave it away before it even happened. So like, I already knew that I was going to Vegas with my brother and his friends for my twenty first birthday, <laughs> and uh, so we went out there and it, you know we had we had a couple nights. It was a lot of fun, and then we had to come back like early on a Monday morning because my brother had uh, had football practice. It was in the summer, and it was like seven on seven stuff, and uh, and so it was like the last night. And me and only one of my other friends that was there, like we were the only ones that wanted to go out because we had to be up early. And we were like, fuck it, no, it's Vegas. Like we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta do it big. So, first off, we started the night by downing a whole bottle of Cisco, like that knockoff wine. It's so gross, right? So, we, we, we downed that, and then... Somebody we I thought you were talking about Crisco. No, not Crisco. <laughs> no, we definitely did not. No, not, no Crisco. But uh, we did that, and then we took uh, we, put, we put some Crown Royal in a water bottle and ended up walking up and down the strip, like, both ways from, from bottom, you know, bottom to end. And uh, the last thing I remember, actually, a couple of things. Uh, last thing I remember was we were down... On the south side of the strip, it, right in front of one of the hotels, like having a heart to heart and like literally like welcoming people to the hotel, like whatever it was, <laughs> like hey, have a great night, like you know, best of luck to you, go get him. And uh, and then the next thing I remember is uh, I was in the bathroom with the shower on, passed out, and uh, like they had to break into the bathroom to come get me. I guess I locked the bathroom door and took a shower <laughs> and just passed out of the shower. That's like the, that's a good spot to. <laughs> we, pass we did out, hey, we did stay in Caesar's Palace too, so hey. was, yeah. Yeah, was, Did Caesar really live there? I there's a statue of him, so maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna go with no. Okay. So on my 21st, I remember we were at like a hotel, and I like walked in through the screen door and like knocked it off the balcony by accident. <laughs> How much did that cost you? Uh, I don't know. I didn't pay for the hotel room. 
Nathan, Nathan you, you haven't told any stories yet. Oh, no, I mean, my 21st was a shit show. <laughs> my so my buddy worked at a at a, I won't name the business, but my buddy worked at a place where <laughs> let's you keep can, it anonymous. I, yeah, I, I you know just just so that we're not throwing anybody under the bus here. So my uh, <laughs> my buddy worked at um, a bar, a place where you could buy alcohol. I've heard of and, and oh yeah, and it and it also happened to be a place where you could go bowling. Oh, interesting. Hmm. That uh, narrows it down. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so we we go up to this place and it's you know like pretty early in the night and we had a few drinks there you know because we got a lot of them for free um, or cheap because he worked there you know we got a discount they were buying me like the most disgusting shots I've ever had <laughs> in my life so I had a shot called shout a parrot. out to Heritage I, I had a I had a shot called a parrot head <clears throat> that was. Uh, <laughs> It was like I don't even know. I I honestly don't even know what was in it, um, but it was like layered, you know. So like it was the reason they called it a parrot head was because it was like it had like a layer of red and a layer. Oh, those of, are always the nastiest shots. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So so it was like a layer of red and a layer of green and a layer of like blue, like that fluorescent fucking like disgusting alcohol, like sapphire blue, and it's just oh god, I don't even remember what that shot tasted like because. After that, they bought me a shot called a cement mixer. Oh, yeah, I've heard of those. Okay, so... All been there. Yeah. This is, I believe, it's Bailey's, and um, I want to say it's Bailey's and Jameson, and then they put in, they put some, uh, they put some lime juice or lemon juice in it, so that it, and the, the lemon, the citrus, like, curdles the Bailey's, so it literally, like, as you're taking the shot... It, it, like, turns into, like, yogurt in your mouth. It's the most Ugh. fucking disgusting thing I've ever oh, had dude. in my life. Oh, well, speaking of nasty shots, like, I remember in college, so, you know, like, you're in college and you want to have a good time, but you don't have a lot of money. So, like, when the Jewel Osco has a sale for Heritage Vodka and pretty much all Heritage brands of hard liquor for, like, literally, like, two bucks a fifth. I'm not even kidding you, dude, like. It was that bad. Like comes in a Listerine. <laughs> it looks like it, like they poured out a Listerine bottle and then put this shit in it. Like I'm not even kidding. And desperate uh, times call for desperate measures. Hey man, you know, <laughs> I'll just be honest. I, that, it was, bad choices were made. I'll, I'll say that. Bad choices were made. Uh, Sounds like it. Yeah. You guys want to talk some ball? Yeah, let's do it, man. Right, let's yeah. talk a little ball here. So, what do you guys want to talk about first? You can do football, baseball. You just go go in order. Yeah, alphabetical. Matter. All right. Well, baseball comes up first if we're going alphabetically. Um, Couple, uh, couple baseball transactions, including Mike Moustakis, uh, Carlos Gonzalez, Lance Lynn, and Jonathan Lucroy. Tell us what's going on, Brady. Uh, Moustakis re-signed with the Royals. On, it's just like a sad deal for him, man. Though, it, like I mean, a one-year deal. There's an option for a second year, but he he turned down a qualifying offer from them earlier this offseason, and he would have made three times as much money if he had <laughs> taken that. Yeah, his his deal kind of epitomizes the the entire offseason. I mean, yeah, you've got you've got you've had a couple of guys. You've had you Darvish and, and Eric Hosmer get big the big deals that they were looking mm-hmm. for and and uh, and JD Martinez got, you know, not exactly what he was what he thought he was going to be looking for going into, you know, the offseason last year. But uh he still he got a pretty sizable deal. Um but I mean 
so so I I think in total he's he can make up to like six and a half million in the first year. And there's like a mutual option, yeah, for, uh, for like fifteen million for the second year, but. Uh, so he's basically making twenty million for two years. When if he had taken his qualifying offer, and I don't think he's gonna get re-signed for the second year. I mean, unless he just—I just don't think he will. It, unless the uh, he might he might if the Royals don't have a prospect that's waiting to push him out. No, I just don't think they'll spend the money. They don't need to next year. But yeah, that's true. They're they're going into full rebuild mode, but you know they might they might do it just to save face since they couldn't bring Hosmer back. Yeah, they got to like do something to keep the fans in the seats. The the deals Mistakis and Martinez are getting just really shows us that like power is not that rare anymore. Like just people don't want to yeah. spend money for that. The the home run doesn't mean a whole lot anymore because yeah. everybody's hitting them. True. And how about Carlos Gonzalez? Is that uh, a big? I mean. It's not that big a deal. Like he sucked last year. Resigned with the Rockies, he's probably gonna be in a platoon situation. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a want want kind of a deal, yeah. you know. It's kind of weird. I mean, like he's, right he... before he signed with the Rockies, though, there's like uh, MLB was like reporting he was gonna sign with the Red Sox, which I thought was like made even less sense. Like they already have four outfielders that are better <laughs> than him. Yeah, it, you know, and a DH. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and multiple DHs actually. Well, I, th- I think I think a, a surprising move, and, and I'd actually like to talk about this a little bit, is Lance Lynn of the Twins. I think yeah. that's I think that's a big move because we we talked there, uh, earlier in in one of our previous podcasts that the the Twins could be up and coming. We don't know if they're I mean, but because the, their division is so bad that even if they're not the best team in that division, they could still have a shot at at contending. Yeah, I don't think Lance Lynn's like a game changer, but he is like he definitely brings up the level of like the back end of that rotation, you know. Yeah, I exactly. He's he's like, you know, he's like the uh I forget who it was, but somebody made the comparison between like the 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 Brewers think that they are ready to compete. They made all these moves going into the offseason, but Yuli Shasin is their their number 3 starter, whereas like the Cubs is it's you Darvish. Right. So it's like I you know, takes the the twins adding Lance Lynn kind of takes their entire rotation up a notch because he's he's depth. I mean, yeah, he's probably their three or four, but it's it's uh, you know it's a, it's a good depth move and and especially since they'll be without uh, Santana for a little while. Yeah, they also have a uh, they added Michael Pineda this year. Thought that was a good move. Um, yeah, I, I think that they have. I mean. I think they surprised last year, but I, I think they have a chance to, to, you know, stick around a little longer in the postseason this year. I, I, Especially with how weak the rest of the division is besides Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I think, I honestly think that Cleveland's looking at a little bit of regression this year. Yeah, I, we, I, we talked about that on the last episode. Like, I think we all agreed on that one a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, overhyped. I think, I think they have overperformed the last couple of years, you know, and they're, they're, Kind of like the Cubs, I think they're due for a little regression. The Cubs regressed a little last year, and then that was probably due to somewhat to playing, you know, Scott's deep got into steam the post. Coming off his forehead right now. Um, <laughs> the fighting words, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, well, I mean, because I, look, I, I mean, we we talked about this uh, in our group message that uh, you know, Dallas Keuchel throwing a little shade at the Cubs, I'm... saying. That, you know, you're like yeah. we're not the Cubs. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I, like I was joking, I, I, but but I wouldn't be surprised if he goes like five and ten with like a plus I five. Think, I think Keiko's always been a little overhyped. Like, I mean, he's don't get me wrong, he was great. He's great ground ball pitcher, but 
I mean, he's getting older. He's coming off of an injury-filled year. I know they won the World Series, but, like, he could definitely fall apart. Wouldn't be that big a surprise. Yeah. At the same time, I think that, uh, that you know, them having Verlander kind of takes a little bit of pressure off of him, so he might have a bounce back. Not, yeah. not I don't want to say a bounce back year, because he wasn't terrible by any stretch last yeah, year. No. He was great last year, he just he didn't play a ton. Yeah, yeah, he, it was just, you know, you could call it a down year, I guess. Um, but I think, I think I mean, I don't know, man, that, that team... Went from good to really fucking good. Oh, yeah, no, they're still my pick to win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think him, he's not going to be like a superstar this year. Who does Vegas have winning the, the World Series? I think it's the Dodgers, isn't it? Uh, I still think the favorite's Astros on Vegas. Yeah. I think it's the Dodgers. Look it up. You look it up. up. Back to the free agent signings, though. I think my favorite out of that group was uh, Oakland signing Jonathan LeCroy. I think that was a really good solid like under the radar move yeah yeah i think that 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 could be a solid under the radar move uh, he's coming off like a probably one of his worst years yeah i was gonna say but his... the year before he was like the second best catcher in baseball yeah um it, you know it's i think it's a little disappointing for me that he only got a, a one-year deal i mean I, I i don't have any like personal you know connection to him but like like i i think that he's i think he should have you know been able to get like uh, uh, a at least like a two or three year deal, you know, for a lower maybe annual value. Yeah, but uh, I mean, maybe he wants to try and test free agency again. It just seems like with the with all the one year deals, you know, it's just like you're the the players are taking a huge gamble on themselves, you know. Mm. And part of me thinks that that's kind of the way the game's going, but part of me thinks that you know, like. What you've done in the past should be worth something, but what it's what baseball is kind of becoming now is like you know what the what the projections say you're going to be. Yeah. Um. I yeah. So I mean, you know, Lucroy going to the the A's like it's it's a good move. What's funny is Stephen Vote is is uh, playing for the Brewers now, <laughs> or at least he's in camp with them. I don't know if I don't I don't know if he's. Uh, Hundred percent, you know. I think he'd expect to be the their team. starter, but at this point in his career, like, he'll probably end up right. like half the game. All right, all right. So, so I found it here. You guys ready to hear the uh, the teams in order with the best odds? Yeah. New York Yankees, uh, five to one odds. Jesus. The well, Houston yeah. the Astros and Dodgers are both tied with six to one. The Cubs, Indians, and Nationals, and yeah, Nationals are uh, those three are all eight to one, and the Red Sox are ten to one odds. The Yankees one kind of like. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. I was like really excited about them at the beginning of the offseason when they first got Stan. It's like they're so overhyped now. It's like I don't know if I trust them. There's, really? I mean, but I mean, look. I mean, see, the thing I is with the, them, like, how do you not trust them? Like, when you have two guys that can hit fifty home runs in the same lineup, like, that's just, dude. Pitchers are gonna be pooping their fucking pants. No, I know, but it's like at the same time. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I like, think they make the playoffs, but like, I don't. I'm not ready to crown them World Series champs. No, yet. I mean it's not over till it's over. You know, yeah. Let's let's wait and see how the season goes. But I mean, the the Yankees were one game from a World Series last year, and they didn't get any worse. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. at the same time, it's <laughs> everything like, can change. I, I mean, like, Stanton's yeah. a 50 home run guy, but it was also like the first year he's even played the entire season. Like he always gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot has to go right for them to be. You know. For them to win the World Series, obviously, 
Um, they're not just a, a shoe in, but I, I mean, yes, I would agree with Verlander that the you know the American League goes through them as far as the postseason, yeah. but I mean the Yankees are a scary looking team. Dang, Verlander's wife though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. How about some of the names still out on the market though in free agency? We'd like. Um, I think the, the first one that comes to my mind, obviously, is Arietta. Yeah, there was a recent story on MLB.com talking about how they thought the Padres would be a good fit for him. No, I'm not no. the biggest fan of that move. <laughs> don't do it. But like at the same time, it's like I wouldn't be like upset about it. I don't think they'd have to give him that much money. I mean, except except they would because he's asking for a lot of money. See, okay, that's yeah, why. So I mean, that's why he's not back so with the See, okay, <laughs> he's looking True. for like he's looking for like a multi-year, you know, he he's looking for like a six or seven-year deal for like a hundred million or more. Oh I yeah, think, I think, dude, he's honestly, he's gonna sign like a one-year, fifteen million dollar deal, something something along those lines. Nothing outrageous. He's gonna take a one-year deal or maybe a, a two-year deal, or you know, something with an option. But like, I it's that's just like the way this free agent market has gone like like the the long-term deals are just not happening for most of the players you know and like i know area especially like players in their 30s former cy young winner but i don't think he's anywhere near that level if he's gonna wherever he signs he's not gonna have that level of production anymore like he's just old he definitely looked worse last year yeah you know? I, I mean don't get me wrong like he wasn't bad he he a three five three ERA is is not terrible. No, but he's not worth signing to a big deal. I don't think. No, I mean, and and his his peripherals all showed you know regression. Like like he's he's not getting better. He's getting worse. Um, which is why you know like if the Padres signed him to a one year deal, and I got to watch Jake Arrieta pitch on TV, you know, once every five days. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm pretty right? down for that, actually. Yeah. I, You know, to be honest, like, yeah, I could be down for that. a good mentor for those younger guys, too. It, exactly. And, and, and it's, you know, we don't, uh, we don't have an ace, so it's like, I would, I would support that. Yeah, I think that, I mean, as long as, as long as Brody, like Brody said, as long as they don't have to give up too much money, um, but See, I, and, I do and, think he is going to ask for a lot. They do and, have it, one of the lowest salaries right now as a team, yeah. so it's like, they could afford to pay a guy $50 million to bring in fans, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, that be, I, 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 you know what I like that, I, as a Cubs fan too. I mean, I still like that move. The Padres picked him up. I think that'd be a good move. And like the only other team that was really talking about getting him was the Twins. But after signing Lynn today, I don't yeah, think going to. no, no, I, I totally agree. Well, the Phillies, the Phillies were Phillies could, I guess, too. But like they have, they have a they're they're the the one team that I think potentially would sign him to a longer term deal, but I still don't think they want to. They have a um, lot of young pitching, but but prospects. yeah, but but they they need. I mean, to take a step forward for sure, they need a, a an ace. Yeah, you know? but that's not Arietta. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I think it would be he would be on that pitching staff. Um, maybe, just like he would be on the Padres pitching staff. I mean, <laughs> who's who? Our our opening day starter is Clayton freaking Richard, dude. Like. Yeah, but I think our ace is going to end up being Tyson Ross this year. I, I mean, yeah, maybe, but uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put any eggs in that basket. He's looked yet. good so far. Yeah, well, so has Joey Lucchese, but he's been, he's going to get sent back to the minors. Yeah, because he's like 20. <laughs> yeah, no. But I, you know, I, I would be highly against 
the Padres signing Arietta for anything more than like two years. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Greg Holland's the other big name still out there, but I mean, I don't know if there's a ton to say about him. Basically, any team that doesn't have like a solid closer is probably still in on him. Hmm. Yeah, which is I feel like a lot of teams are you know like there's a there's a lot of teams that could even if he's not going to be your closer like oh you, you could you could always use bullpen help like that's especially yeah. especially towards the end of the season and the postseason we we've all seen how how your bullpen wins and loses games yeah but I feel like after last year he's gonna want to go to a team that is gonna make him be the closer you know yeah. But I don't, even, Potentially, but like I mean, you, with with the way that bullpens are operated these days, you know, like the, with the way that that games are managed, I feel like, you know, like a lot of those kind of guys are, I mean, uh, a lot of those kind of guys are are, they're kind of willing to not necessarily like, they they'll swallow their pride to like be part of like a really good solid bullpen like like. Uh, you know, like Colorado has right now, mm-hmm. or theoretically. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him go to the Cubs, actually. I think he'd be a good fit there at the end. That way you don't have to use Morrow as the closer. Or... Uh, should we move on to football? Why not, dude? There's been a lot of big things happening in football recently. You guys want to start with Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, let's let's talk a little Browns football on uh, on the Bros, Brews, and Ball. Nobody ever thought we'd be there. I don't know, this is probably like the most attention they've ever oh, gotten. For sure. Like <laughs> we they we should probably be endorsed by the Cleveland Browns right now. Um but no, they're they're making some moves here. They they've traded uh they've traded away some draft picks and gotten some draft picks and gotten some key name players. What do you guys think about about some of the moves they made? Yeah, um I mean they I, could they're they're gonna be better than last year. They could win a game. Hey, hey, how about it? My thoughts exactly. They could win a game, but I mean, it's the Browns. Okay, well, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, see, it's the freaking Browns. So, okay, so so and here's what I'm thinking: is look, all, all it is is hope for Cleveland fans, which is great because they haven't had much over the past few years. But it, what if do you, you mean, look at freaking Cle- the, the Cavs won a no, championship like Browns. Two years ago. I'm talking for the Browns, like Browns specifically. But 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 like the thing I'm I'm talking about is like. Yes, they've they've made some nice acquisitions, and with the draft picks they have in this year's draft, like they could make, they can make some serious moves to to better their roster. They could, they could, they look a lot better. Like, but but we all know that it, it it's more than just like trading for players and getting new players on your team. Like it has to mesh. We we talk all the time about how people are like, you know, Nick Foles is a system guy. It's all about the system that some of these players are in. Yeah, you know, like we all know that too that. The Cleveland Browns organization is one of the most dysfunctional organizations in sports. Yeah, so the moves, so it, it's the like, moves they made were they brought in quarterback Tyrod Taylor, uh, wide receiver Jarvis Landry, and somebody on defense too. Um, uh, the, yeah, they traded uh, Deshaun Kaiser for Demarius Randall. Uh, Demarius Randall, yeah. that's right. Um, from, so which, from the Packers, which isn't a bet. Like I'm a Packers fan. I don't like the trade on the Packers side because the Packers could always use defensive back help and. You know he's a young corner. He you know he's only in his second year, I think, last year. You know, so he's still got still got some room to grow. And I think you know because Hundley's a free agent. You know, you always want to have a backup for Rodgers. But dude, I'm not a Kaiser fan. Like I, yeah. I even coming out of college, I was like I I would not I would not draft him at all. I I didn't think he was anything good. But um, I still think they're gonna draft a quarterback with that second first round pick they have. The, four, the fourth pick overall. Yeah. You guys, you guys, uh, is it a unanimous unanimous agreement here that? Uh, that they take uh, Saquon Barkley in the first uh, first overall pick. Yeah, I think so. You know, <laughs> I think I think it's the Browns. So I think they fuck it up and they take like 
Josh Rosen or somebody yeah. first overall. I can see it. I, can totally I, see I, it. I, dude, I just have a feeling that they're going to. You know, like, I mean, look at who they passed on last year to take Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, dude. It, it, it just like we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about Deshaun Watson for you, anybody that's. Curious. Yeah, you you passed up Deshaun <laughs> Watson for Deshaun Kaiser. Like, what? What? Who the? Yeah, you, you no, passed up like, shoot, that Deshaun. You, oh, you and they, oh like, that, that like, and they also... Oh, screwed. oh, whoops, like, wrong one, sorry, we wanted the other guy. Look, can we switch? Oh, that, and they also screwed up the uh, the whole trade for A.J. McCarron right before the deadline. Yeah, yeah I And mean, they were too busy celebrating they, the trade and forgot to submit it to the league. He's like, also idiots. a free agent. Like, honestly, dude, that... Yeah, this, this is true. That yeah. organization is so just poorly run and just... just, just like, they don't know what they're doing. So, I, I honestly, I think... I can see them completely screwing up and and taking the wrong quarterback number one overall. I mean, on paper, I think they'll look pretty good going into the year, but yeah, but no, it's the Browns. Yeah. Like, I mean, Taylor's could be a solid quarterback. If they do get Barkley, he could be a great running back for them. And then they they have a really good one two receiver punch now in Gordon and Landry. But here's here's the thing: is that they they also play in the same division as the Steelers and the Ravens. And even though the Bengals are not what they were, you know, three years ago, like. Those are still, you know, tough teams to play twice a year. Like, you're not guaranteed victories against any of those teams. No, but those teams are all, I think, on the downhill, though, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially... Especially the Ravens, but... Uh, Steelers, uh, everyone well, I mean, st- Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Le'Veon Bell's free agent right now. Um... Wait, or did he get franchise tagged? He got franchise no, tagged. He said he's not gonna. He said he's not gonna show up until um, until the first day of the season. Oh man, we all know what he does when he's got free time. I I mean, <laughs> okay, so so, <laughs> what's the over under on like three and a half wins for the Browns this season? I'll take the over. I'll take the under. I don't, I think they, <laughs> I think they improved enough, and like with these draft picks. That they could get to four wins. I'm all right. All right, I'll give you four wins. <laughs> I'll give them a four and twelve year. Yeah. All right. You think they'll? Uh, you think they'll still pick number one overall next year? I don't. You don't? No. Who do you think will pick ne- number one overall next year? I'm not sure, but if I'm giving them four wins, I think there'll be somebody worse. Really? I mean, I don't. There's always somebody with who, less than four wins. Who? Who's going to be worse next year, though? That's what I'm thinking. Jets maybe, ah uh, maybe I don't know man. A lot of teams out there with big question marks still. So yeah, I mean I guess any guess team we won't know until we know. Without <laughs> other than the Patriots, yeah. Dolphins could be that number one pick next year. <laughs> what else we got? We got Richard Sherman to the Niners. Yeah, screw that, dude. Like, like just <laughs> when you were guy. about to like start rooting for the Niners a little bit, like they go and make that move, and you're just like, okay, I hate the Niners, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I get it like, if you're the Niners, but yeah, as, as a person, I don't like. Yeah, it. no, it's just like. Yeah, I mean, sure, he's kind of a douchebag, but like, kind of a douchebag. Yeah, he's, he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a douchebag. But I mean, anyone who treats Aaron Andrews like that, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good player, and uh, you know, I think that they. They went out and made a move that's going to make them a stronger team. And I, it, shit, they they won their last like what five games last season. 
Yeah, no. I, so I mean, he I, great. He I, hasn't lost a game as a starter yet. Yeah, yeah. Garoppolo's looking good. So I mean, I think, I mean, and and not only that, but you're taking a good defensive player away from a team in your division. So <laughs> it'll be so, interesting to watch that first matchup against each other. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be interesting. The but, shit talking that guy's going to do. But you know, um, I think it's definitely a sign of uh, the end of an era. For the for the Seahawks, you know the Legion of Boom is is uh, gone as we know mm. it. But um, it, you know, I don't know. I like the move. I can dig it. I don't. I don't hate Richard Sherman. I guess the way <laughs> the way you guys do. I think he's a good player, and uh, I think the, the the Niners definitely like went into the off season with a with a head of steam, and they they are you know they're doing stuff. All right. So you guys want to talk about some. Uh... Free agents? Sure. Um, I guess let's go about position. Quarterback. Got some interesting names out there. Yeah, see, I think like Drew Brees is on the market, but I'll be honest, yeah, I think he's a lock. I was even counting him. Like, yeah. I put him on there because he's technically a free agent. But right. He's definitely either re-signing or getting franchise tags. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, I think the funniest situation in terms of quarterbacks on the market is all three quarterbacks that were on last year's roster for Minnesota right. are all now free agents. I think one of them will end up back in Minnesota, and I think it should be Keenum, but I don't know. I, I think it's know. Bradford. Yeah, I do too. I think it's Bradford because, reason. A, Bradford can make the throws. You know, he just like, can't he's stay got healthy. More, he's got more, yeah. He, like, keep standing up with that knee. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. I mean, yeah, dude, he he just can't stay healthy, and I I feel bad for him because actually I I don't really because he get he get he was getting so much money coming it's on, on the draft. I don't feel bad for a guy because yeah. he like gets injured and like can't play anymore. Like he's got a yeah. million dollar. I I mean I personally I just think it's Bradford because he uh he he's the least the least likely to not perform the way he did you know like i don't i don't know if case keenum's gonna have another season like he had last year uh and and teddy bridgewater you really don't know what you're gonna get because he blew his knee into a million pieces <laughs> like so so i mean i think i think i'm even though there is risk involved i think sam bradford's probably the safest bet for them um i wouldn't be surprised if it was case keenum just because of where he got them last year you know yeah. Um, but I, I think he's a fan favorite. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is definitely probably a fan favorite too. Um, I I just I don't know if I see them investing a lot of money in him after. I, don't know, the I always injury. thought Bridgewater was like overhyped even coming out of the draft. And yeah, I mean he he showed flashes of being really yeah, good. He had his moments. Like he wasn't he wasn't as bad as Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser. That's for sure. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, like I mean, before, before, before he, before he had this, like, yeah, I think he, I think he didn't do terrible. Yeah, I mean, I just never thought he was going to look. Be, like, if I'm, be, if I'm being honest, star potential. I don't think. I think, I think a healthy Teddy Bridgewater could have done the same things Case Keenum did this year. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't the disagree. System was great. Like, yeah, great receivers. Yeah, yeah, I don't, great I still defense. don't think Keenum's like if he signs somewhere else is going to be good. I think he'll be okay. I mean, look, he's had a he, he's had such a, a journeyman career, kind of like in the in the sense of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Where he's just bounced around from team to team, and yeah, well, and Nick Foles, yeah, Nick Foles too. Well, speaking of Nick Foles, so like he he re-signed with the Eagles. I don't know if you guys have already talked about this, but re-signed with the Eagles. But like he definitely, I I don't think he's going to start the if he starts the season with him. I don't think he, I don't think he makes it through preseason. I think he gets traded for sure. Yeah, um, 
and he's got a lot of value to get traded for. Yeah, and and but see, that's a thing too with him. You know, he's kind of the same. He's kind of that journeyman kind yeah. of guy, like Case Keenum is. But both of his best years now have been in Philadelphia. Yeah, it, well, and that's the thing. Like, if you're another team and you're looking to trade for that guy, like, you got to be kind of wary of like, is he going to be the same guy that we saw last year in the Super Bowl? So, do you think the Eagles would ever trade Carson Wentz instead? No, I mean they get time <laughs> for him if they did trade him. But right? I don't think it happened. Yeah, yeah but okay, so so Carson Wentz is what twenty five. 26, maybe? He could be younger than that. He, last year was his second year in the league. He could be uh, 24. Yeah, 24, 25. Something like that, yeah. So, and and Foles is 29. 30, he'll be 30 probably going into next year. So, I mean, I could see I could see them doing that. I could, I could definitely see that happening just because of, of the success he had. Um, but I mean, but at the same time, you know, like Wentz was an MVP candidate until he broke, right. uh, until he, he tore his ACL. Like, like I don't, I, I think he's got way too much upside for them to give up on. Yeah. yeah no, I, I totally agree. No, I, I mean, I was, I wasn't saying that seriously. Um, the other big quarterback, of course, is Kirk Cousins. We talked about him a little bit earlier, but. Yeah, I mean, and he's been linked to a bunch of teams. Um, you yeah. know, the Broncos being one of them, which I. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily have a, a serious rooting interest in the yeah. Chargers anymore, but but uh, you know the the division for the Chargers looks pretty weak right now. Um, whereas the the Chargers themselves, you know, they finished last season pretty strong. I think unless I think the division looks weak unless the Broncos get Kirk Cousins. Well, that's what I that's what I was about to say. That's what I'm you know that that's my entire point of, okay. of was was that yeah, like the division looks weak right now, and the Chargers definitely look like the best team in that division. Uh, but if the if the Broncos go and add Kirk Cousins, you know that kind of solves their their problems that they had last year which was you know they couldn't find any consistency whatsoever at the quarterback position well, speaking of that division really ready to say that division's weak though well either. yeah i was just about to say speaking of that division though like i mean we got to look at the raiders with with new head coach john gruden i think they yeah, bounced the back a little bit like Derek four good. two years ago and they, yeah. they were down here last year but i wouldn't be surprised if they bounced back i totally I mean, I, yeah, the Chiefs covered Alex Smith. Like I don't think I don't think the Raiders are I don't think the Raiders are a twelve win team though. No, I don't either. I'm still picking the Chargers to win the division, but I'm not ready to say it's a weak division yet. Uh, I mean, but weaker, considerably weaker than it was three years ago when you had Peyton Manning, Derek Carr, and Alex Smith, you know, heading the teams. True. Uh, the other teams, you know, when the when the Chargers obviously had Philip Rivers, they were still in San Diego at the point. Um, and Mike McCoy, so yeah, <laughs> good times. Um, but I think I think the division looks considerably weaker than it did. You know, if there was a time, if there was a if there was a window, you know, for the for the Chargers to to win the division for a, a few years in a row, it's probably right now. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so I, yeah, but the window isn't long, man. I yeah. think Philip Rivers is. Oh no, yeah, no, I yeah, agree. I think yeah. they draft a quarterback. For this I agree. Yeah. I I think that they they definitely need to draft a quarterback. But I mean, they as long as they uh, as long as they keep him upright, you know. So as long as they upgrade their their offensive line a little more this year, I I think that 
Philip Rivers probably has at least a, a couple of years left in him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think. Look, I don't. I, th- I don't think he has any less time in him than Tom Brady does. If I'm being honest, like I think Philip Rivers could be one of those guys that plays until he's, you know, 43 or whatever. I mean, he's definitely shown his the toughness and. Wonder how many kids they'll have. By yeah, right. Like that's oh another God. good stat to, to keep track of. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I I could be on that bandwagon saying the Chargers could be. I mean, look, they were the hottest team in the in the NFL going into the playoffs. If they had, if they had made the playoffs, they could have made a deep run. They could have been a potential upset. Yeah, motherfucking Titans. Uh, that and freaking Bills somehow getting in, even though starting Nathan Peterman against the Chargers. <laughs> I don't think Kirk Cousins is gonna sign with the Broncos though. Where does Kirk Cousins sign, Brody? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals. You really think that? Tell me why. I know David Johnson's pushing hard for him to come there. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a good team to go to. You got. Solid foundation, new coach, new quarterback, though. Like, I think they could – it's a good place. I mean. That's true. I just – I don't know. I, I I don't know if I see that as good fit. I feel like Kirk Cousins is going to want to go to a team that already has some pieces in place. And though the Cardinals have David Johnson, they also have, like, a 45-year-old Larry Fitzgerald who's still good, but they don't have much left on defense after Tony Jefferson left. Ty, mm-hmm. There's rumors of Tyron Matthew getting released. Um, sure, he could go to the Vikings, too. I mean. We talked about them resigning one of those three quarterbacks, but they could just go a whole another direction. Unless they want to save money, like they could totally be on a on a wanting to save money page and not want to spend that much money on Kirk Cousins and rather get like a Case Keenum at half the price. It, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you're gonna save that much money with Keenum though. Why? <laughs> After last what? year, Dude, just because he had one good year, I don't think anybody's gonna give him a Kirk Cousins contract. Like Cousins has played well, like pretty much since he was given a chance in Washington. Like he's earned he's okay. earned his contract. You know he's what I mean? Got, like puts a that's just because, you know, all they do is throw there. They don't have a running game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. He can make the throws, so it's uh, you, you got to give him credit for that. Kirk Cousins is, was, a, was a, a pretty good fantasy quarterback over the past couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not as good real-life quarterback. <laughs> well, he hasn't games. had the best team. He's with the Redskins, dude. Come on. It's not quite as bad as being with the... If the Browns weren't as bad, I think we'd be talking about the Redskins being pretty shitty. <laughs> well, you were gone. We were talking about like what team we thought would be the worst team, if not the Browns this year. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Just maybe the Jets or Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I could see the uh, I could see the Bears being pretty bad again. Yeah, definitely. I could see the Bears being bad. I could see... I mean, I could even see the Giants being bad again. Yeah. Except, yeah. except you know, if they get all, if they get a bunch of players back healthy. Hey, well, speaking of the Giants, uh, I meant to bring this up earlier. Uh, they could be without their star receiver. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Rumors of him smoking some smoking some hippie lettuce and some late doing some sugar Diablo. lines. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're rumors anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> a video out full there. Blown, yeah, full blown evidence. Like it's um, not as nice as that Ray Rice video from a few years ago, but <laughs> but uh, so yeah, you're right. The video isn't the video quality isn't as good. But essentially, though, it's him like he he's like smoking weed and and uh, there's there's some girl next to him that's like racking out lines of coke. Which like yeah. if we just go off the NFL's track record, like even if he only gets punished for the weed, like it's a, probably a two game suspension right there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, he's. They're not going to be without him for like a, an extended amount of time. Hopefully not. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think they're going to pull an Ezekiel Elliott and try and get like six games out of him. But 
I know, I could, you I could never know get, with Roger Goodell. Yeah, you could see him getting like <laughs> two to three. I could see him getting two to three. Um, because like he's definitely been a a character that they've needed to keep an eye that needed to keep an eye on throughout his career so far. Like he, you know, with his temper tantrums and you know, I feel like he's another one of those guys though that like Goodell's gonna want to make an example of. You know? Yeah, I could see that. I yeah, see that. It, yeah, and and he's one of those guys that makes every situation about him too. Yeah, so. he's such a diva. I'm not a, I'm not a Beckham Jr. fan. Yeah, no, neither am I. I don't know. He's also like burned me like every time I've had him on my fantasy team. <laughs> like I had him like You had him last year, didn't you? I had him last year and he sucked like when he was terrible. Until he got hurt. Yeah. And then like didn't have him the year before and he was great. And then like the year before that I had him and he got hurt or something. <laughs> of course. Yeah, well. So I will not be drafting him this year. <laughs> Probably a smart move. Alright, some running backs. Quite a few Patriots running backs out there, or former Patriots running backs. Yeah, I think a couple of those, I think two of those are going to be uh, Patriots running backs again. Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them at least goes back to them. I wouldn't I be think... su- I wouldn't be surprised if LeGarrette Le- Blunt goes back to the that, Patriots. I was, I was yeah. thinking that too. I think LeGarrette Blunt goes back to the Patriots, and I wouldn't be surprised if they re-signed Deion Lewis. I think Deion Lewis has been pretty... Pretty pretty rock solid for him over the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. and Rex Burke has a free agent too, but like, I, don't, I think he'll. They don't like dude, spending a almost, lot of money for dude, backs, and he almost he almost got Brady hurt enough to sit out the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, dude, screw him. I don't think he'll be back there. Uh, yeah, a lot of older running backs out there as free agents. I don't think any of them. I think have that a time uh, left in the tank. Look, I think Demarco Murray is on his downslope. I don't think he's yeah. got much left. Too many um, too many carries. Yeah. between like the Eagles and the and the Cowboys. Cowboys. Then uh, Frank Gore, I can't believe that guy's even still in the league. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he signs somewhere just to like do some carries. He's still going to be a future, first ballot future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. First oh ballot, yeah, no yeah. doubt. For sure. But yeah, as far as as his effectiveness at this point, you know, yeah. it's it's he better have a real good offensive line. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody might sign him just to just because of the name. But yeah, Jonathan Stewart how. being a free agent, it's same exciting. kind of. I think it's the same kind of thing, though. Well, oh, it's exciting not for him. It's exciting because Christian McCaffrey is going to get to play the entire time. That's true. But I could also see the Panthers trying to get like some kind of running back in the late rounds. Yeah, but there's no more doubt like who's the number one guy there. You know. Um, true. Doug Martin's like the one guy I think could be decent this year. If he can stay healthy. I know the Raiders are making a push to sign him. Yeah. But they still have beast mode, don't they? Dude, still though, I don't know if Beast Mode is yeah, better yeah, than Doug Martin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he's not. No, he's I mean, old. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like he's, Demarco Murray. He's got like too many carries under his belt. Yeah, yeah. because the the Seattle Seahawks ran him into the ground <laughs> until they didn't. <laughs> until they decided not to run. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Until they passed, um, I'm still pissed at that. Some really good wide receivers out there. That sucks for you. Yeah, who's still out there? Uh, a lot of good wide receivers. The receivers? One, one reason why I think the Jaguars are going to take a big step back next year. Uh, their two top receivers, both free agents, Allen Robinson and Marquise Lee. Yeah. I think Allen Robinson's a big name, of course. He could he could be a big game changer for whoever he signs with. I could see the, I could see the Jaguars going after some of those other names, though, like a Sammy Watkins or... Yeah, something like that. I yeah, I, I don't mean, really they better, like Sammy Watkins, man. They better. I, I kind of do, but they like they didn't. The, the Rams really didn't utilize him that much last year. Like he's he he's pretty good. I feel like he's a lot like DeAndre Hopkins if he's 
given the opportunities. But that being said, like the NFC West was a tough division in terms of defensive backfields. Mm-hmm. Like they, he faced a lot of good cornerbacks in that in that uh, in that division, mm-hmm. and I think that definitely limits his production too. But like you, you still see guys like Cooper Cup who had a pretty good year. Look, I, I think the one limitation on Watkins is that he's he's not one of those guys that can that can you know really play like inside and out. He's he's mainly an outside guy. And like, he's another big injury risk. True, true. He's been hurt over the past few years, but he, but he is a good vertical threat, and he's got great hands. Um, it's just about how often can you get him open and get him the ball. Yeah, yeah. As far as the and as far as the Jaguars go, I mean, it, 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 whether it's Watkins or somebody, they got to sign somebody because they yeah. they uh, they're stuck with Blake Bortles, so they got to have somebody that's got some hands, you know, that can yeah that can make some of those bad throws look <laughs> decent. <laughs> I, don't know, I think. They might go after like a Terrell Pryor is available. He might be a little cheaper than some of these bigger names. Mm-hmm. Coming off like he had that one good year with the Browns a couple of years ago. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he'll play quarterback <laughs> for the Jaguars. Total sucks. Hey, he'll he'll be the he was the emer, uh, the emergency quarterback in Washington. Yeah. Uh, so funny story about Terrell Pryor actually. Uh, when I was playing college football, I was playing at Lake Forest College, Division three school. One of our, our special teams coordinator at the time had played at uh, Indiana at the same time Terrell Pryor was there. He said that he went to make a tackle on him once from sa- from a safety position, and Terrell Pryor gave him the nastiest stiff arm. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, Jesus. Um, he said he gave him like one of the nastiest stiff arms he'd ever received. Basically just like got his hand to the face, face to the ground, and then watched him run 40, 40 more yards per touchdown. <laughs> like that's how good of an athlete he was. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> one I'd like to see the Chargers re-sign Tyrell Williams as a free agent. I think I forgot him on the list, but yeah, he's uh, he's been he's been a pretty good weapon for them the last couple of yeah, years. He kind of Western Oregon kid. Yeah, there. he uh, he kind of flew under the radar, but uh, but he he pretty quietly I think had a, a thousand yard season two years ago. Yeah, and very, uh, yeah, two years I'm not ago. I'm not sure how I'm not sure what he did this past year, but but he's you know he was he was decent for us last year. Just he's he definitely been solid by Keenan Allen's performance. But. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. When he had his thousand yard, when when Williams yeah, had when his, Allen was hurt. Yeah, that's when when Allen got hurt the first game of the season. So you know, like, what are you gonna do? Um, you're obviously not gonna get the same number of of targets when Keenan Allen's in the game. Yeah, <laughs> just throw another few receiver names out there just to show you how deep the position is. Uh, Mike Wallace, John Brown, Jordan Matthews, Eric Decker, all still out there. I think two names you listed there between Eric Decker and um, Wallace, uh, Mike Wallace. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think, think they got a lot left, but they could yeah. be like a solid two or three receiver. Um, one interesting name, the one you said in the middle there, Matthews. Yeah, yeah. Richard Matthews, Jordan Matthews, Jordan Matthews from the Eagles, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's an intriguing position. Or no, he was with the Bills, right? He finished with the Bills. He might have. Yeah. Okay. I, I think he was a, I think he was a good receiver. I, he he got hurt last year. I think he had a, a thumb injury that affected him most of the season. But I'd like to see the Tennessee Titans sign him, reunite him with old uh, college quarterback Mariota. Uh, uh, yeah, couple big name tight ends out there too. Uh, Jimmy Graham, Tyler Eifert, both Severin Jenkins. I think Jimmy Graham and Tyler Eifert have both seen their best seasons. I don't Probably. think. I think Jimmy Graham is he's still looking. Dude, Tyler Eifert has played like. Five games in the last two years. I know. Like yeah. that guy can't, he can't stay healthy. But he when he was healthy, he was great. Oh, oh he yeah. was he was phenomenal. he was phenomenal. And and you know his the the connection he and and Dalton had you know that was great for me in fantasy a couple of years ago. <laughs> 
but he hasn't he's he's barely been on the field the last couple of years and when he has been he hasn't been all that effective i mean you know he's had a couple of good games but but he just i don't know i i i wouldn't want my team signing him yeah me neither cuz chargers are already set there but um, yeah i mean i think he could be a bargain for some team and end up being a great value yeah uh, Jimmy Graham, it'll be interesting to see if he goes signed back with the Saints, where he had his best year. I Drew get has been missing that, like, you know, that top tight end to throw to. Yeah. Or I, I mean, Drew Brees makes weapons out of anybody, but uh, but I think that would be an intriguing find for for the Saints if they were able to get him back. I just, I still think that, I don't think that he has much left to offer. I, I honestly don't like. I mean, like, or the pet, uh, no, no, uh, oh, Graham. Graham. I think he he had his moments. I think it's it like it took him a while to get going once he got to Seattle. He had you know he had some decent moments, but I just don't think he's the same person that he was when he was with the uh, with the Saints. And uh, I feel like a lot of that is because like this Seattle didn't utilize him like the Saints no. did, yeah. not near as enough. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's part of it. Maybe getting back into a, a system like that, like maybe he he bounces back on the scene. But I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't take a chance. Speaking of guys that uh, don't have a whole lot left to offer. Uh, do we do we think that that you know the Chargers go ahead and re-sign Gates as like a like a a charity you know like an honorary thing you know yeah, or I think, he, I think he retires he broke all those records last year he doesn't kind of, he doesn't really have anything left to prove yeah, yeah I mean he really doesn't uh, maybe and, if they're like in the playoffs or like if they make it to the Super Bowl they sign him to like a one game deal just <laughs> to give him that ring yeah right. <laughs> I won. I won a game. I won a Super Bowl as a Charger. Yeah, maybe. Would they also do that for Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> I want to put a pass him. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if he hadn't signed with the Jets. Uh, yeah. Fuck LT. Uh, <laughs> nah, I still love the guy. You know, some good defensive names out there like Sheldon Richardson and Malcolm Butler, Kyle Fuller, but. Dude, I, I still have no I idea what those guys are going to sign. I still have no idea what the deal was with Malcolm Butler not playing in the uh, in the Super Bowl this year. It's a Belichick thing, you know. He did something to piss him off. He's like, nope, you don't get to play. Yeah, I mean, it probably. I mean, if I'm going to speculate, if I'm just speculating here, I bet he like missed curfew or something. Yeah. You know, like like. Or, or, I think that it came out why I just don't remember. I don't know. Maybe he cut the sleeves mm. off of. Uh, off of Bill Belichick's hoodie or something, but like too short, <laughs> too short, didn't, or didn't cut him enough. <laughs> didn't cut him enough. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's kind of an, he's probably the most interesting person on that list because uh, you know he he could have been a game changer, you would think, and uh, and they he he obviously did something that that they didn't like in the locker yeah. room, you know, to to make him not play. You know, so that's that's an interesting one. As far as the other guys, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, defense is hard to project sometimes where they're going to sign, but it's hard to care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the, I think guys. some of the biggest names have already signed, like Sherman yeah. and and a couple others. But um, I just I, think that like none of those guys on that ri- on that list uh, are like game changers. Whereas like Malcolm Butler is kind of like he was he's the only name on that list that really pops out to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we got March Madness brackets. Yes. By the time this podcast is posted tomorrow, the brackets <laughs> should be out, and on our page we will have the tournament challenge for Bros, Brews, and Ball. So make sure you go down there um, and submit a bracket. 
big shout out, by the way, to uh, San Diego State. Yeah, mm. uh, we called it on the last podcast. We're like, yeah, we could definitely see them. Yeah, big you shout know. out to San Diego State. Congrats to Brian Dutcher and, and uh, you know the coaching staff there. Go getting in, in his first year coaching as first year as head coach, getting the Aztecs after two years, um, uh, getting them back to or uh, or yeah, getting getting them back to the NCAA tournament, and uh, they actually won their first Mountain West tournament, I believe, since two thousand eleven. Something it was like one of the Kawhi years, one of the Kawhi letter years. Yeah. Um, no, that's a, it's a big deal. I mean, that that is a big deal. We're 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 extremely happy and excited for hometown Aztecs. Yeah, they played um, a great game against uh, against uh, New Mexico t- today, which was, I mean, you know, that New Mexico team, they're they're they were pretty good. They weren't Nevada, that's for sure. But but I think that's why the the Aztecs were able to come back and and kind of conquer them at the end of the game because they were they they. They kind of had a head full of steam coming off that game against Nevada and just really, you know, putting them away. Um, pretty pretty impressive performance after you know the way they started. They were like five and seven in conference at one point. So they yeah. they to come back and and you know win the conference championship and and punch a ticket to the NCAA tournament. Hey, you know that's that's pretty rad. You know, especially when you got a, a first year head coach. So we'll see how far they can take it. Yeah, I'm curious where they'll end up in the bracket. What seed they'll get? I don't think that, I don't think they get anything higher than like a a, a 12. Yeah, probably not. Honest. But I can see them upsetting. Like even if they were a 12 seed, they could upset. Well, yeah, oh, absolutely. Like they're, they're they're playing their best basketball of the season without a doubt right now. Exactly. Yeah. They got hot at the perfect yeah. time, you know. Yeah. And and they're I mean they're riding a nine game winning streak right now. So I. I I think I think really anything's possible for them right now. They've shown the ability to play defense with the best teams in the country. They've shown the ability to play offense with the best teams in the country. So, and athletically, this is one of the best rosters San Diego State has had in in, in a, a pretty long time. Like since Kawhi Leonard was was on the roster, you know, like with Malik Pope and Trey Cowell. Like as much as I rag on him, like he is pretty good. Pretty good basketball player. Like they've got some guys that can play ball. And... Yeah, I mean, and and Kel went off today. You know, yeah. he had like twenty eight points or something like that, yeah. which for for a college player is great. Um, and but but what I think is really the most impressive is the younger kids on that team. The 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 freshmen are like really kind of starting to get comfortable and kind of coming into their own. And and uh, and they're, you know, I think that was a big thing for them. Was like yeah. everybody's kind of getting comfortable with each other and gelling with each other. Um, they got a lot of young guys on the team that are they they kind of had to like build trust with their teammates I think and build trust with the coach but I, I think they gelled at the right time and they definitely got hot at the right time and you know I mean like I said nine game win streak you can't argue with that yeah yeah be interesting uh, Arizona won the Pac-12 over USC tonight I think both them both those teams will make the tournament though mm-hmm. interesting one is. Well, Arizona State make it. I know they're one of the bubble teams right now. Like previously this year, they were ranked in the top five, <laughs> and then they just completely fell apart. I think they went like six and twelve going into the tournament. Yeah, that's pretty rough. And and uh, and the SDSU's win kind of threw a, a bunch of those bubble teams for a loop, you know, because yeah. they weren't really expected to make it. So a lot of those bubble teams were are. are uh, you know they're they're watching the scoreboard yeah. right now. 
Yeah. Now, as we speak, we're watching the uh, Villanova versus Providence. This is the Big East Tournament Championship. Um, right now, Villanova is up by four with uh, three three minutes and thirty plus seconds. I think regardless of, I think Villanova will win this, but like regardless of that, it'll be a top uh, number one seed. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think Villanova is. I mean, over the past few years, they've they've repeatedly repeatedly been one of the best teams in in the in, the, uh, in men's basketball. Um, I think both teams obviously will make the tournament. It just depends on on what seed they'll get. Like. Like we said, I think Villanova gets a one. Providence probably gets like a, a seven. Yeah, they'll they'll get the one seed. They won't get the one number one. Number seed. one. No, I think number one. That's like, going to Virginia for I, sure. Yeah, I agree. That's that's what I was gonna say. I totally agree. Um, they just thrashed North Carolina today. Yeah, and North Carolina. It's not like they're bad. Yeah, North they, Carolina beat Duke yesterday. Yeah. So there, there should be some uh, there should be some good stuff going on in March. They call it March Madness for a reason, so we know yeah, we're gonna I'm see excited. stuff. That, Can't wait to yeah. Get our brackets out there. See all your guys' brackets. It'll be fun. Yeah, should be. And what what, what do we say the winner gets? Uh, they come on the podcast for an episode and a six pack of beer. Their choice. Wow, I, I just remember they coming on the podcast. I didn't remember yeah. anything about six pack. <laughs> meaning, of beer. I mean, they got to share it. With meaning, us they got to oh, bring they got to oh, okay. bring a okay. six pack of beer for us. for the podcast gotcha. that they join oh, us on. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> oh, we'll get you a free growler. I can hook you up. I can hook you up. <laughs> yeah, we'll think about that. You guys got? Uh, you guys got anything else? You guys been able to think of any other uh, drunk stories? Um, Fun drunk stories we can share. Oh well, I never even finished telling the one about my my twenty first birthday. Wait, you didn't? <laughs> no, I, I mean I got to the 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 cement mixer shot and then I, oh, it kind of ended there. But uh, oh, continue, please. Well, yeah. So after we. We we went to this bowling alley place, you know. We drank there. They're all buying me these ridiculous shots, and and I mean, I was I was pretty drunk by the time we left there. Well, first off, let me just say the reason why we stopped at some mixer is because that's usually when the night stops for me. <laughs> yeah, but, well, uh, that's probably when the night should have stopped. Yeah. For me. <laughs> but um, you know, it was my twenty first birthday, so oh, of I was course, like, you know, yeah. fuck yeah. it. So, uh, so from there we went to, I believe from there we went to North Park. Uh, this, but we went, this place we went to originally was up in, um, Escondido. Oh, weird. Okay. And so, not, I'm trying not to give too many hints away to, as to which place <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, so we, we go down to North Park when, the, and luckily North Park was where I lived. So I, uh, at that point I didn't really have to worry about like a ride home or driving home or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so we get to North Park and we go bar hopping. I mean, we, I don't even, at this point, I don't remember how many <laughs> bars we went to I, at this, obviously, you know, I, this was eight years ago or seven years ago, seven years ago. <laughs> uh, forgetting how old I am, <laughs> but, um. We we ended up outside, or we ended up at this bar called U Thirty One. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, so. we we call it U Dirty because uh, we we've seen some nasty shit go down there. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, the last the last thing the last thing I remember drinking was um, a buddy of mine bought a round of Rumplemans, which is peppermint schnapps. Yeah. Ugh. And, and so, and I I mean, I'm, and, and I had had, I don't even know how much I had had to drink at this point. It was like, I was, 
I was Gone. wasted. Yeah. I was wasted at this point. And and he and so like this guy comes over or that maybe it was a girl comes over to the to the uh, table that we're sitting at with a like a tray full of peppermint schnapps and sets it down and we're and I'm just sitting there like, "Oh, fuck me." Yeah. <laughs> and and the next thing I know, I'm outside the bar like the like a couple of doors down there's like a bench out front of whatever business was a couple of doors down from this bar and i am like projectile vomiting <laughs> onto the street yes like just i mean just dying and people oh, are walking a little too familiar people are walking by like asking him if, if asking my friends if i'm okay and they're like yeah it's his 21st birthday we're fucking raging <laughs> you know and and uh it it was pretty funny like i, I mean looking back on it like uh, it sucks to be like that guy but at the same time like yeah it, it, it a, happens it was Dude, a funny story has it not happened to all of us yeah right. i mean and Last and and, and, <laughs> and so you know like from there i stumbled and this that place was like down the street from my house so you know i stumbled home and and uh don't really don't really remember much else. <laughs> that's that's okay. I don't want to say any names, but I think the worst I ever saw, I was at a person's wedding, and like the best man got so drunk, he was projectile vomiting during like the reception. Jeez. Oh God. Oh God, that's fucking embarrassing. I know. It's like, bad. gosh, it's like. I mean, like, yeah. dude. I mean, like, at, like I got pretty drunk at my buddy's wedding up in up at uh my buddy got married at disneyland in the in the disneyland the Mickey Mouse <laughs> dude his uh his his freaking bride like shows up to the ceremony everybody's we're we're late right like me and me and um my my roommate is was like part of the wedding party okay and so i showed up and uh i showed up with his girlfriend and we like <laughs> we're like walking towards the we're like walking towards where the wedding is in the in the hotel. It's like in their like courtyard area. Yeah. And we literally like as we're walking over there, we pass the wedding party, like the bride <laughs> and everybody, or the uh, the uh, like the groom and, and the wedding party. Yeah. We pass them, and so we're like running, trying to get there on time, whatever. So we sit down, and and you know like the wedding party comes in, the groom, you know like all the, the the groomsmen and like the best man and whatever they're all standing on the stage the the bridesmaids yeah dude his his fiance you know or wife now his, his bride shows up in a freaking horse drawn carriage no shit behind some Clydesdales no and it's like it's shit. yeah dude it was like like straight up Cinderella shit like it was insane I, we we literally like we turned around because we heard the, the horses coming. And we're like, what the fuck? And we turn around, and there she is getting out of this horse drawn carriage. And we're just like, Jesus Christ! Like, how much do you think they paid for that? You know, like I went to a wedding uh, this last year. Is uh, like they were like some of Kayla's friends. But like for the first dance, the bride comes out in one of those inflatable T Rex outfits for the first dance. Oh god! No and like the groom didn't know anything about it. He's just like on the floor crying. It was so funny. Oh my god, dude, wow. that's so good. That is so good. All right, man. Uh, it's getting kind of late. You guys want to wrap this up? Yeah. 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 What did we think of this? Uh, this no way beer. Oh, dude, no way. It's pretty good. Yes way to no way. Yes way. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> yes good way. Call. Not C, my favorite one C we've way. had on here, but it's not bad. Like 
I'd drink it again. Yeah, I, that's a good point. That's a good topic to talk about really quick. What's your favorite beer that we've had on here so far? Actually, it's kind of too big. We, we don't know. We've that's had pretty a lot broad, of, dude. We've, we've had, had a lot of beers. We've had a lot of bears that I've yeah. literally got, well, like never tried before and haven't had since. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's My favorite's still the... It's from an earlier podcast, but uh, the Watermelon Dorado from Ballast Point is still my favorite beer. Okay, I do remember that. That was a good beer. I think uh, think my favorite, favorite, honestly, and this is going to sound weird because I'm not normally like a fruity beer kind of person, but that, uh, whatever that Blackberry one that we we had. That was delicious. I can't remember even what it was called, but. Yeah, that, that one. Good. I almost bought that again the other day. That one was pr- like surprisingly good. Yeah, I mean, I and that. and maybe I'm remembering it more fondly because I because we also had those growlers and I was That's pretty right. drunk. We got pretty wasted. I think it's gonna do it for us. I think that does it. We'll check out. See you later. Yeah, All right. bros, brews, and balls.